find where I fit in, believe me Life ain't no game and nothing good comes freely I done learned the hard way, burns and you turns up I done seen the hard days, learn from my mistakes What mama told me, just hit the pause play We don't rewind, gotta let God set the pace, set the race Call the shots It's hard knowing that you hot when you stuck up on the block Come on. Knowing you can cook but can't afford the pot Told me that he loved me, never got a rock so much pain here, God make it stop That's when I found Nas, found Biggie, found Pop Around the same time when my father got locked And then he moved away and left my mom with a knot A knot in a heart that hasn't yes. yet left yes. And it's a safe bet, she okay. lost all her respect I still love you, Dad Taking all that you've given me And I'm still standing a pot to piss on that's exactly right i'm telling you stories i'm telling you facts happy tuesday may 3rd is it may 3rd yes monday was the monday was the second and tuesday today is the third that's right happy <laughs> may 3rd welcome to the corporate climb show it's your girl d and my co-host Sparky. that's right that's right and together we bring to you the corporate climb show streaming new episodes every tuesday yep. at 7 30 a.m eastern standard time on all major podcast platforms i'm talking spotify amazon google deezer iHeartRadio, you name it, we're probably on it. So check us out. And if we're not on it, hit us up at Gmail, the corporate climb show at gmail.com. Did I get that right, Sparky? No. I, I never no. get our email address no. right. What is our email address? You never address? get the email address right. It's the corporate climb. No show. Just the corporate climb at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at the corporate climb show. So Gmail has no show. And Instagram does. Again, Gmail is thecorporateclimb at gmail.com and find us on IG at thecorporateclimbshow. We really should have uh, thought that through a little bit better, D, and probably made it all, you know, kind of just yeah. synchronized yeah uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll update that in the near future <laughs> <laughs> yeah pro probably in the near future but right now um we're gonna focus on today's show i promised you last episode and if you missed lap last episode for those of you who missed it basically we just kicked off season two we're into season two episode 20 something at this point we are gonna focus on jersey this season not jersey as far as the topics but jersey as far as the music so from the instrumentals you hear in the background to the artists you hear when we run into the music part of the show. It's all gonna be Jersey. So in the background right now, what are you hearing? Hey! Uh-huh. Hey! Yes, Coileray. Twin of them. <laughs> yes, Coileray, you didn't know that. Born in Boston. Raised in Hackensack, New Jersey. Born in Boston. Raised in Hackensack, New Jersey. So that's the inter instrumental right now you hear in the background. And we're going to be doing that all season. What we're also going to be doing this season is focusing on airing and showcasing, I should say, up-and-coming artists in New Jersey. There's a reason for that. There's a method to the madness. Like I said, this show is giving you the business 
and the culture. I'm merging two passions of mine into one platform. I love business. I love human resources. Absolutely love it. Couldn't take it from me if you tried. Love, love, love it. Keep trying to take it from me. It's never going to happen. No shade intended. If you felt the shade, well, you might want to look in the mirror and reevaluate yourself. That's all I'm going to say. And the second love of mine is music. And it's not in any chronological order. Actually, yes, it is. My first love will always be music. Second to that love is going to be business. And what I'm going to do is blend. And what I've been doing is blending both of my passions into one platform. This podcast. Uh, Turns out this podcast is now streaming. I'm so happy to tell you that we're streaming in Spain, the Philippines, United States of America, and India. I'm so excited. When I saw those stats come through the other day, I was like, wow, look at God. Look at God. Look where we started at and look where we're at today. And I can't wait to keep on spreading the love all across the world. But that's the goal of season two. I'm really going to focus on Jersey and I'm focusing on Jersey because I'm I'm born and raised in New Jersey. I was born in Perth Amboy, raised in Plainsboro. All right. Went to school in Philadelphia. All right. Did some time out in Clifton. Then I went to Georgia and came right on back. And now home for me is not to get too specific, Burlington County. And so for this episode today, I found this artist in Burlington County. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited because she's so good. But I'm going to keep you in suspense. But she's so good. Oh, man, she's so good. But we're going to talk a little bit about business before we get into a little bit of the music. But she's so good. She's from Burlington County, and I live in Burlington County. I think she's still in Burlington, actually, to be exact. And uh, she's so good. And so I'm excited to just spread love. Because as Biggie says, that's the Brooklyn way. And I'm excited to spread love. And I'm excited to spread talent. But I have a really particular talent, or palette, I should say, for talent. So I'm not just going to be playing any type of music. It's got to be good and my my good like what's good to you might not be good to me and i say that in respect i literally last night (laughs) scott calls me and he's like well no it wasn't last night it was saturday night friday night scott calls me he's like what are you doing and i'm like and let me let me take that back because scott and i and for those of you who are just tuning in scott scott is my boo um we talk a lot about scott on the podcast thank god he doesn't mind it um and he's like what are you doing and we don't have a relationship where we're always checking on each other but that was just a question and we never check on each other actually not not in that way and uh it's it's so nice oh god ladies gentlemen let me just say for for just for the purposes of this show because i know my audience uh you know a lot of us are in the same kind of you know cohort you know let's face it we're emerging leaders you know minority women we're climbing up the corporate ladder yes yes so we some of us share common struggles and that's in and and stories and that's in personal and professional let me just tell you something it is so nice it is so nice to be dating somebody who doesn't annoy me and let me just be real about it who doesn't annoy the out of me okay calling me every five minutes trying to see what I'm doing, who I'm with, 
when I'm coming home or coming back to my house or, you know, what we're doing later. Every five seconds, my phone's going, blowing up. We're having the same conversation every 10, 15 minutes, every hour. And then if I tell you that I'm out with my friends, you actually think I'm with somebody else. Listen, we've all been there and done that. I am telling you right now, I do not date that guy. He is so far from that guy. If I tell Scott, I am in the middle of recording a podcast, I telling you right now, Scott will not text me. He will not call me because if I say I'm doing a podcast, he will wait. And he's not even waiting by his phone. I doubt he's Scott does his own thing. So independent. Thank goodness. But he won't bother me. And then when I'm done my podcast, I'm like, hey, I just finished. And then he's like, how'd it go? And he's interested. And, you know, throughout the day when I'm at work, he doesn't text me throughout the day at work. Maybe midday if he knows I'm about to have a stressful day. How you doing? He might do like a mental health check. Right. But outside of that, he's not annoying and it's so nice. And you know why, ladies and gentlemen, he's not annoying and he's not obsessive and possessive. Well, he might be a little obsessive, but that's okay. I like him. But he's not possessive. It's because he's not insecure. So rule number one. For anybody who's single out there and looking, stop looking and falling for obsessive and possessive men or women or whatever, non-binary, don't care what you're into. Just stop. Your partner should not be obsessive plus possessive. We don't even look, and possessive is just out the question. They want to be a little bit obsessed with you and be like, you're beautiful and, you know, all ooey and gooey, fine, whatever. But possessive, where they want to control your every move, ugh goodness suffocating let you breathe please Ugh, this is not you know you know what's that that guy did jay holiday i suffocate what was that song sparky jay play play a song for the listeners because some of them are a little on the younger side you know or you know jay holiday wasn't really that well known you know i I, he was like a two-hit wonder play that suffocate song we don't want lady you do not ladies gentlemen you do not want jay holiday play the record Now even though I try to play it off, I'm thinking about you all day long And I can't wait for Shawty to come through From your lips and back up to your eyes, my hands on your hips When we grind, I'm fantasizing about what I'm gonna do to you Got me fiending for her love, can't lie, man, you should see how she got me Spending all this time with her, and I could leave her if I wanted to Her love turned me into fool, tell me what I'm talk to me I I suffocate when you're away from me Ooh, I mean we might want the first part of this but we definitely don't want the second part of that song where someone feels suffocated Ooh, I do not want to feel suffocated in no relationship at all been there done that don't want to do it again been there like 20 times over so glad to come up for some nice fresh air of Scotty too hotty with a body that's what that's what I call Scott when I'm talking to my friends and family. And since you guys are my friends, 
That's that's Scott's nickname, Scotty Too Hottie with a body. Uh, if you guys knew knew Scott, uh, if you've ever met him, you you would know why I call him that. Scotty Too Hottie with a body. Love you, babe. All right, we're, I'm done talking about you. Anyway, what was I talking about? I was saying every time what? I deviate left or deviate right, I lose my trans of thought. Sparky, what was I talking about? You were you were talking to the listeners about the recap of last week's episode where you were introducing them introducing them to the new theme of this season, which was you showcasing New Jersey artists and playing New Jersey music. And then you went into how Scott had called you on Friday night because you were listening to music from New Jersey. And then you started talking about Scott. But basically, I was there with you, D. So we were listening to music from up-and-coming artists from New Jersey. And, oh, man, some of it was real interesting. Wasn't it, D.? I don't want to be this person. You, you, you tell the story. I don't want to be this person. You, you, you don't. You you're not being any person, Spark. You're being real. Listen, I had a blast. It was like a blast from the past one, but then an ultimate blast listening to music from new artists or artists I didn't know. Maybe some of the artists that looked like they had been around really hustling for for a while a couple of years like just putting music online and seeing what hits and putting music online and seeing what hits all these up-and-coming artists from new jersey i mean i was listening to artists from camden listening to artists from jersey city listening to artists from burlington listening to artists from you know uh, west windsor listening to artists from hackensack listening to artists from artists from alpine listening to artists from morristown i mean all over the map Clark. I had an artist from Clark in there. Artist from Perth Amboy. I mean, we're all over the place. Avenel, Rawway. Um, I mean, I, you, I was listening to artists from all over New Jersey, up and coming artists and, and hip hop artists, spoken word, R&B, country singers. I mean, all of it. And some of it was decent. Some of it was do- really, really good. And, and some of it, uh, you know, wasn't, wasn't my, wasn't my cup of tea. You know, but I always think that music is a great expression of self. No, you know, music is a good expression of self. So even if the, your flow is not for me, doesn't mean it's not for somebody. It's just not for me. And ultimately, that could mean it's just not for this show. But also, I'm really open-minded, just so you know. So even if I don't like the record, if I think that you're talented, you know, it's just not something I would listen in, listen to in my car, but you're talented lyrically or creatively or whatever it may be or both. It doesn't mean I'm not going to play the record. Let let me just be very clear. I just I'm I'm very I'm a at heart I'm a I'm a lyricist at heart. I I I I hold on to words. Like words to me are very very powerful. So when I find artists, especially women, that have mastered lyricism and creativity, and they've coupled that into one platform, that one just one one record, I'm like wow. And I did find <laughs> when I was listening to like a hundred, literally 50, it was, I don't know, it was a big blur, 50, 100 songs, whatever it may be, whether I listened to it for five seconds or, or five minutes, um, I found one artist that really stuck out. I'll play her later from Burlington. Um, and there was another artist that I was like, she's she's got something. I'm, I'm not 100% there, but she's definitely got something. Um, and, and But I had listened to like, 50 plus songs to choose like two um which it, it, listen there's no shade right because as an artist yes as an artist don't get it twisted at all there was a point in my life in my teenage years in my 20s early 20s that 
I remember when I was trying to get on, be put on, I remember sitting in a specific person's house, a very well-known producer, very respected DJ. I was sitting in this gentleman's living room with his wife. I say that because you know some people like to read in between things and don't. I was never that person. Um, and I remember him <laughs> looking at me and just not being impressed, right? It just, just, and, 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 and not to toot my own horn or anything, but I was pretty good. Um, but at the time, I I hadn't perfected my craft, right? And I wasn't trying to listen to anybody. I just, in my own head, thought I was the best. And when he looked at me and pretty much told me, not in these words, but in his words, that I wasn't, um, you know, I had to dial back and to that point we're gonna talk about that today on the show where sometimes sometimes most times at some point in your career I know because I've been there not just when I was trying to be a recording artist but in my professional and being a recording artist is a profession so let me take that back in my HR as a professional HR career there was a point where I felt like I had what it took at that moment to be the chief human resources officer at that moment in my career, like two years experience. And I knew I had it and you couldn't tell me anything, nothing. I knew I had it. Three years experience, knew I had it. Four years experience, knew I had it. Five years experience, knew I, and you couldn't tell me anything. Until one day in Atlantic City, somebody told me something, and I got it. And we're going to talk about Alicia and her words to me in Atlantic City a few years into my HR career and how that stood out to me and changed my opinion and my corporate climb for the rest of my career. But before we do that... Let's get into some music. I have got to share with you this artist I found in Burlington, New Jersey. And I'm not going to say I found her, right? Like, I didn't discover her because, you know what? For what it's worth, people, no one, nobody discovers you. You've discovered your own talent. But it does take one person who knows somebody who knows somebody to get you to the next level. That's called networking. So I hope. Fingers crossed that there's somebody listening to this podcast that knows somebody that knows somebody, or maybe you're that somebody who vibes with this record as much as I do. Because when I, when I truly vibe with a record, please know that it's because it's a good record or because there's something about that artist that makes them worth listening to or worth paying attention to. And this artist out of Burlington, New Jersey, her name is Dom B. She's an R&B singer, and she's got these vocals that are just so real, so authentic, so cultured, so, mm. and if she wrote this record lyrically, and I'm pretty sure by the way she's singing it and how the video came out, she probably did write this record, and it's probably... Um, 
relevant to something she went through, then it just makes it that much better. But this artist, her name is Dom B. The song is called Hold Up. It's directed by a gentleman named Phil Mayer, or Meyer, depending on how you want to pronounce that. Um, and it's really, really good. I want to I want to say really, 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 really good, but it's really, really good. It's good. It's got the chops, and I liked it. So Dom.B, hold up. This the record. I'm going to post it on my IG. I'm going to post it on my podcast notes, so if you want easy access to it, please feel free to click it, check her out. She doesn't have that many followers right now on YouTube, but I'm going to put this out there in the atmosphere. Let's get her 128 followers up on YouTube to 500. Hell, let's get that up to 1,000. Let's support the culture. Let's support the music. Let's support our women, right? Let's, let's, let us women empower other women to get to climb their corporate climb, right? Because, again, it doesn't have to be the corporate America climb. This is her professional climb, so let's support her. Dombey, hold up. Sparky, play the record. Tell me, have you seen her? She was on her way, singing every day. But when she met him, he changed her demeanor. And nothing was the same. Smile don't look the same anymore. She be ignoring the signs, cause he be on her mind all day. Thinking she'll never find another man that wants to stay. And her mind is like a prison. He says it's love when it isn't. And they always argue about the same thing. Crazy what we do for love. This ain't what I thought was. Losing myself. And my heart skips a beat when I see him But he don't know himself no more I'm not your mama's sliding door Either you're in or you're out Cause you're up, then you're down Boy, stop playing around Who you can't be serious I was lost, now I'm found And I don't want you around me So do you and baby, I'm a to me But I think it's crazy what we do for this ain't what I thought was Losing myself for us Not enough Oh, oh Ain't nothing to talk about, baby This love is driving me crazy Ain't nothing to talk about, baby This love is driving me crazy Ain't nothing to talk about support it i support it dom b hold up she said are you in or out this ain't your mama's sliding door (laughs) 
yeah, yeah, you know who you are. You know exactly who you are. She wrote that record exactly for you. She said, are you in or are you out? This ain't your mama's sliding door. Or this ain't your mama's sliding door. You interaction. One way or the other, that's what she said. I hope you heard her. And ladies, gentlemen, if you have someone in your life that is in or out, like they mama's sliding door, it's time you reevaluate your relationship. Um, and I was talking to my mom about how um and this is kind of going off the topic for today but i just want to put this out there food for thought it's interesting how your professional relationships often kind of can be looked at in mirror of how your personal relationships are how you handle your personal relationships are often how you handle your professional relationships think about this if you are a person who allows someone to be in or out, like their mama's sliding door, right? Someone who you allow to just treat you any old way. They're in, they're out. They like you, they don't. They, they treat you like whatever. And you're like, but I, but I, but I really love them. Um, and, 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 you know, they like me. So I'm just going to allow. Okay, cool. This well, it's not cool, but check this out. If you're that person or you know someone's that person, think about you or that person and how they are in their professional careers do you have that same type of relationship with your supervisor or your your organization where no matter how they treat you good bad in or out you're okay with it and it may wear on you but you're still down for the ride because you feel like you don't have other options like you feel like you won't be good enough for any other company. You feel like no one else is going to hire you. You feel like no one else is going to date you or give you an opportunity. Huh? I'm just saying, I'm just saying sometimes how you act or how you are in your personal relationships is often a reflection of how you will be in your professional relationships. I'm just saying, just some food for thought. I think that might have hit home for somebody listening today. I surely do. I surely do. You might wanna, you might wanna take a good look in the mirror and just say, "Dag, it's time for me to get some self-confidence, huh? Time for me to get some self-confidence." <sighs> well, on that note, Dom B, hold up. Love the record, hun. Keep doing what you do. I, I can't wait to hear some new stuff. But listen, going back to what I was saying before about how you know for year one two three four five into my career I just knew like you couldn't tell me anything I was just like I I deserve to be the chief human resources officer or whatever I was trying to be at that time right trying to be something ahead of where I was supposed to be at that point in my career um and listen for what it's worth I know I I knew I had an it this it quality when it came to human resources. I knew I had it. I'm going to tell you how I knew I had it. Going back to Miss Alicia. I went to Atlantic City for this conference. Um, I want to call it, gosh, 2017, 2018. And I, a little, I was beyond five years in my career, but we'll call it 2017, 2018. But I was still, I was still not, I was still not there yet. We'll just put it that way. I was still not there yet. And I, I have an article about this. It's on my LinkedIn profile. It's called Dear Non-Millennials. In parentheses, it's called Some Millennials. 
And if you want to read it, you can go on my LinkedIn profile, www.linkedin.com backslash Danielle Loves HR. Okay, so I'm sitting in this room. You can read about this this story on my LinkedIn profile on the blog. Um, I'm sitting in this room and I'm in this room full of, we'll call it, uh, you know, baby boomers at the time. And most of them, I think I might've been the only millennial in there. Maybe there were probably two others, but we'll call it a room full of like 50 plus baby boomers. And, you know, I'm firing off these questions and Alicia is the host, one of the hosts. She's a, a, a you know, I think she's a best-selling, a New York Times best-selling author at this point. And um, so she comes over to me and she she's like, wow, I was really intrigued, you know, by your, your questions. And we hit it off. And later on, we like met downstairs for some drinks. And, you know, then she got me some passes to go watch Lionel Richie and we were hanging all the stuff anyway. So she's like, you know, talking to me about all this potential she sees in me. And I'm telling her, you know, I, I, I feel, I feel that I feel that vibe too, but no one's giving me a chance. Like I think I keep getting these, like, you know, these, great titles you know head of this or you know senior this or manager of that slash executive assistant like no one's taking me seriously and I just get so frustrated why is there always a slash or or or, or something to just like you know throw shade and and she was telling me she's like listen you know what you have and you know your worth but sometimes all people are going to see is what they see and they're only going to see what they see because they can't help themselves that's called the uh, an uh, 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 unconscious bias, right? And sometimes you, ju- it's just life. You just have to earn your stripes. You, basically, you just have to age like fine wine. And when you hit a certain age, it sucks. I know it sucks and you don't want to hear this. But when you hit a certain age, and it, that basically comes with when you get to a certain level, and I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but level experience does come with age because experience is time and what happens with time? You age, you age, right? Like fine wine. I'm going to age like fine wine. I know I am. You should see my grandmother. She, she, no wrinkles, no nothing. So I know I got them good old genetics. So shout out to my grandma. So she's like, so I know you are frustrated right now. I get it. But just hang tight because you do have what you're feeling. There's this feeling that a frustration because you know you got that. You know you got the it. You know you can handle that next level work. They just aren't taking you seriously because there's that that unconscious bias, right? Or sometimes people, it's conscious, you know, and people just can't help themselves. But, you know, honestly, screw those people. But anyway, just hang in tight because at some time, at some point, your your worlds are going to collide where your experience is going to collide with time, which is going to collide with your age. And they're going to have no choice but to give you what you rightfully deserve. You're going to have no choice because it's going to be like fine wine. That bottle is going to be sitting on the shelf. And at a certain point in time, the more that that bottle, the longer that shelf life is like wine, it becomes more expensive, all right? The bottle was good a few years ago. A few years ago, that bottle had the same, it had that potential a few years ago, but that shelf life, there's something about that shelf life, how it ages, how it matures over time. It's a certain kind of respect that that bottle has when someone walks into the liquor store and they see 1995 in 2022 
that uh, by the way that's a very very expensive bottle of wine for the most part depending on the brand um but you know even there's something very very classy and elegant about someone's shelf life so even though you know you have it right now right you could be year three into your profession and know you can run laps around your boss you probably could you probably could all right no one's taking that from you sometimes patience is a virtue now I say that to you but I'm also going to say this it doesn't make it right for you to eat shit every day or every other day or once a month or whenever it doesn't make it right if you're at an organization that's fully taking advantage of your your knowledge skills and ability and paying you um you know half of a dollar to do the work of someone who's making triple the net screw that all right screw that professionally but screw that but i am saying there is something to be said about what alicia had told me humbling yourself it's okay to know you have it some people are born with the it factor right i'm 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 confident enough to tell you i know i was i know i was mama gave me good genetics my dad gave me some good genes I know I got it. I know I got whole world in my pocket. I know I got it. All right. But, you know, just because you know you have something doesn't mean the person sitting next to you knows you have it. Sometimes you have to earn that respect. Sometimes you have to earn that stripe. So just chill out a little bit, you know, and sit back. Always give 200%. When they ask for 100, give 200%. I once had a boss who asked me to stop giving 200% because if I was giving 200%, then everyone else had to perform at 200% on the team and it was, I was making her look bad. Um, screw that. Continue to give 200%. That ain't my problem and it's not your problem if someone can't keep up, period. Keep going. And if you feel like you want to reach back and help someone because you're only as strong as your weakest link on a team and I'm fully supportive of collaboration then reach back and grab a team member and and, and help and, and allow help carry them on your back as you're running full speed ahead right you're, you're not in business to make other people look bad if you see a team member struggling to keep up with you grab that team member and put them on your back and carry them but if that carry starts to weigh you down well, sometimes you got to let go of dead weight too, you know, and I hate to put it that way, but you, you have to, this is business. You know what they say? This is business. It's nothing personal. This is business, right? This is, you know, this is business. And, you know, I say that nicely, but what I'm trying to tell you is just age like fine wine, right? Because one day someone's going to walk in to the store. That store is going to be called the ATS, right? The application tracking system. They're going to look at your resume and your experience is going to look like that bottle of 1995 fine red wine that's sitting on a shelf in 2020 or 2022. And they're going to go, wow, this person's got a lot of experience. They've done a lot of things that can add a lot of value to this organization. And they're going to be willing to pay for all of that, that knowledge, all of that skill and that ability. And when you walk into an organization with all of that, all of that in, inside of you, you're going to walk in already at a certain level of respect, already at a certain level where they're already going to know when they open that bottle up and, and, and pour you into the cup, they, they don't even have to question if it's going to taste good. They already know. 
No one's going to challenge it. No one's going to challenge you. All right. Unless you got, I mean, unless they pour it in some corks are in there and cork, you know, wood is in there. And then, you know, then we got to question if your resume was actually accurate or not, or whatever it may be, or if it's flat, then we got to wonder if it was, you know, if you're a dud, but let's, let's hope you're not a dud. No, but for the most part, you hear what I'm saying? Patience, patience, age like fine wine. And in time, you'll be fine. Just patience, humble yourself. That's my message for you today on this Tuesday, May 2nd, 2022. And until next Tuesday, I wish you all a very blessed week, a safe week, a patient week, a humbling week. And if you feel like someone is testing you this week, I challenge you to pass the test. If that means you need to walk away and come back, you do that. If that means you need to smile, nod, and excuse yourself, you do that. If that means you need to say one thing but be thinking another, you do that. But don't ever let anyone see you sweat. And don't ever, ever let anyone steal your joy and take your it factor away from you. Because if you got it, you got it. And that's it. Spread love. That's the Jersey way. See you next week. Have you ever took a run on a fall night? You ever did so wrong that it feel right? Sexual heal on appeal, what I feel like? When I jump up on the stage and just kill Mike? And I write and I quote, it's just words on a note. But these words give me hope that I'll grow and I'll blow. And I'll get better with time and I'll age like fine wine. I just on the dotted line. Taking all that you've given me And I'm still standing Yeah, I'm still standing